Hey, Georgetown, I'm Maverick. And I'm Jake. And Happy New Year. We have not seen y'all since last year. You know, if you would have told me that the podcast would exist in 2024, I would have said, you're saying there's a chance. (laughs) Yeah, so anyways, we um, were excited. We said a big old thank you last week, so if you didn't listen to that, I'm not going to say it again. Go listen to that. I had people saying that 45-second podcast was their favorite one of the year. (laughs) It was mine. (laughs) Uh, But anyways, no, so uh, we're going back to the question format. I I won't bore you with my movie picks anymore, uh, maybe. Um, So, Jake, the question for you is where is GBC heading in 2024? So, as in, we set New Year's resolutions as a church. Yes. You see, we, we're, we've gained some weight over the year, and we're going to go to the gym <laughs> for about two weeks. And then we'll see what happens after that. So, is that what we're talking about? So fun fact, I, I told the youth this uh, yesterday, so uh, so the third, and it was, um, uh, oh, what was it? It was like 45% of Americans make New Year's resolutions. How many percent do you think quit by February? Uh, 80 to 90. It's 81% yeah. quit by February. So they were like, Absolutely. so anyways. I've so. contributed very well many years <laughs> for that. So, okay. So before we answer that question, what resolutions did you make any this year? So I try to set goals for the year because, you know, it's challenging sometimes to make these massive drastic changes. Not that life doesn't call for that at times, yeah. but you know, my wife and I, every year we sit down and try to have dinner um, usually that's without children. It becomes much more productive at that time. And <laughs> we set personal goals. And um, these are three goals I've personally set for the year. And one, and, and this wasn't as a result of eating dinner with my wife, but I'm sure she appreciates this. I want to be more intentional as a husband. That's it, a good you know, one. It's very easy when you have children to constantly be focused on the kids. But, you know, I have a wife that God has uh, blessed me to be married to, and I'm just going to try to be more mindful this year. Think That's about her needs, not so much my own. <laughs> and uh, so I made that goal to just try to love her and serve her better. Um, not really any one specific way, but just mm-hmm. generally. And then spiritually, I've I've been able to, to be very disciplined in reading my Bible every year, but I've not been disciplined in memorizing uh, passages of Scripture. Yeah. So I try to start my resolutions actually in December so that when I'm entering into January, it doesn't feel like I started something. Yeah. So last December I memorized uh, three uh, verses out of Romans chapter three. And uh, now I'm focusing on some verses in Colossians chapter one. And and I just want to try to memorize God's word so that as life is happening, I can go back to those verses and meditate on them. And, uh, Scripture memory is an incredible discipline that if you'll just do a little bit every day, it'll amaze you uh, what you can do. So that's my spiritual goal. And then I have a physical goal, and that is to uh, run 300 miles. So I sat down at first and thought, I want to run 500 miles. And then I did the math, and I went, let's do 300, because 300 is more than what I've done in other years. So So, do you know the math off the top of your head? Yes. I mean, if I ran a mile a day, I'd be done. That was a dumb question to ask right there. But if I make it like a Tuesday, Thursday, and a run on the weekend, then I can definitely get that done. And and I've got some running goals this year that I'm wanting to achieve anyway. So this is just something to hold me accountable. That's fun. I am not a resolution guy. I can tell. And it, and it, <laughs> and you're not a resolution shows. guy, and it shows. And it shows. I'm, I'm no. offended. No, I, um, uh, which I'll get into that in a second. But like, I, uh, my, I guess 
my resolution each and every year, like how I kind of come into the years. I want to seek God more than I did last year. And, um, I mean, I know it sounds simple, sounds broad, but it's really not. It's, it's a very intentional, uh, intentional time. It's like I I told the church many times when I was saying announcements of like December for me is reflecting and and even a little bit of November when, when you, when you hit that Thanksgiving time all the way to Christmas, I'm always reflecting of what God has done um, in the in the past, like throughout that year. I mean, uh, we have just massive events like D Now Easter Retreat, False Creek. We've had uh, amazing college events, you know, that that happened. We had, um, I mean, just all the Wednesday nights, all the Bible study, all the worship nights, and like I just remember those times. I think about who got saved this past year, and like like I just pray for them. Um, as I'm reflecting and who rededicated, who got baptized. I mean, it's just, I, I use those months to really think back of what God's done. And so when I enter 2024, I'm more thinking, man, what more can he do? And sorry, it's, it's January. So I'm, I'm thinking about D now our literally, our literal theme for D now is so much more. So like God has done so much already in the past, but he's doing, he's wanting and going to do so much more in the future. So my goal is basically, hey, get out of the way and seek his face more. Um, That's good. Thank you. Just a quick thing on D-Now. <laughs> D-Now was, was such a big part of my life growing mm-hmm. up. And then when I was a youth minister, it was a huge part of my life. But for the first time in my life, one of my children came home with a D-Now permission form and Trisha and I looked at each other and we went, Oh my goodness, we get to send one of our own kids to disciple (laughs) now. And I think we were more excited about it than she was. Uh, but it's so cool. Like I'm just really excited about that. It's good. And like, I know this, this may be cheating, but like, so I do ministry goals, but I kind of, I guess I start, I, th- I think about the goals before D now, but I really don't implement them till after. So like I do like our youth group. I mean, if you're a part of it or volunteered in it, you kind of know after D now I use that instead of the new year, I use D now as kind of like the launching pad of like implementing new things and all that stuff. So we'll basically get it prepared in January, but then after D now just hitting that high from that event, then that's when we implement changes. It's it's awesome. And, yeah. you know, last year's D-Now was the first one I got to participate in. And uh, teenagers are going to be very blessed if they yeah. come. And that's not just for students in Pottsboro, right? No, it's, it's just 7th to 12th grade. I mean, come on. So grandparents, pick up, you know, your grandchildren and, yeah. and bring them for the weekend. And we want them here. And there's a lot of really good people in our church that are going to surround them with the love of Christ, and we got a lot of good people coming to speak. Uh, I'm just as excited about it as the youth. So. Yeah, it, it, it's a good event, and I know it's not what it's about, but like I said, it's January. I'm gonna talk about it, but yeah, I'm I'm I'm, re- I'm really excited about it. It is a, uh, it's one of the favorite events that, uh, if not my favorite event that we do as a youth, because it's just a church doing it. You know, so it's just like they will get to see church members and deacons and all like all these people just help these students because they love God and they love these students. So it's awesome. Well, going back to the resolution thing. Yes. You know, resolutions tend to be the desire of our heart to accomplish more than what we accomplished in life. And, you know, you do have to be very careful with accomplishing things because we serve a Lord that accomplished salvation for us. We didn't accomplish it for him. Exactly. But there is nothing wrong with wanting to better your life and wanting to come closer to Christ. And, there are people in Georgetown that have helped me accomplish certain disciplines that I would not have been able to do without them. 
So discipleship is a great one. You know, uh, if you were at church the last Sunday of the year, I told the whole church, I want to memorize scripture better. Yeah. I've had two people since that Sunday. So it's Thursday as we're recording this, call me and say, Hey, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. What, what are you actually memorizing? And here's why that's good because you can't, once you make it public, people that love you will come and ask you how you're doing. And that yeah. accountability will keep you going. Last year, uh, around September, I texted Ky- uh, Kylie, Kelly Adley, <laughs> Dang um, <K's>. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Adley and uh, Caleb West and uh, Kyle Poss and AJ Stewart. Hey guys, I'm going to run a half marathon and I need you guys to hold me accountable to make sure I actually do the work. And yeah. the best accountability partners are the ones that are going to ask you the questions you don't want to answer. And I knew they were going to ask me when they saw me. So you know what this big chubby boy did? Every time I finished a big long run, I screenshot my run and I texted it to those guys so they could know that I did it. Was it fun while I was doing it? No, but did it keep me on track? So if you've got something you're trying to accomplish this year, um, number one, what, who are you doing it for? Are you doing it for you? Or are you doing it because you love the Lord? You want to give him glory. Um, That's a much better why than just trying to achieve for your own personal Mm -hmm. benefit. But couple that with who are the people in our church or in your life that are going to propel you forward in those accomplishments? You know, do you want to study the word better? Well, find you some people to do that with you. My son and I and my wife are currently uh, reading together through the Bible app. And and, and we use that as a form of accountability yeah. uh, to spur one another on. So the tools are there for us, friends. We just have to use them and, uh, and, and accept that you're not going to do it right every time, but, but stay on the road, stay on the track. Don't stop. Yeah. And I mean, and that's, that's good for your personal life. And it's, and it's pretty much where we're going as, as a church, you know, like we, we legendary ha- segue. Maverick. I know it's so good. Wow. Right? <laughs> That's got goosebumps. <laughs> well, now it's not as great. No, I'm just kidding. I ruined it. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, I mean, it is where we're going as a church. Like everything that we do is D now fun. Yes. Is, is the tailgate Sunday, which I look forward to. Is it fun? Absolutely. You know, as, as many, of you know, we, we didn't do nativity live last year. We're, we're doing it this year. Like, is that fun? Yes. But, but why are we doing it? So my, my favorite verse uh, to start the new year, Second Corinthians 5.17, it's what I taught to use uh, yesterday. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. And the, off, the infamous verse 18, all this is from God who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. So the believers are new in Christ, but not only is, is that great news and fantastic? But verse 18, God reconciled us or restored us, but he gave us the ministry of reconciliation. And like let's, that's where we're going as a church. It's the same goal always in the best way we can possibly do. We are going to share the gospel, the ministry of, of, of restoration. We're going to share the ministry of God through every everything that we do and we're going to seek him and so no matter what obstacle comes our way we can always point back this is why we're doing this i appreciate this verse you shared because it's a reminder that those who are in christ we're always walking towards something new yeah always and and that's a blessing because the the ministry of reconciliation is god's promise that most of our january 1st are really good January 2nd is okay, but what about your January 11th? What about mm-hmm. your January 21st, your February 5th? 
sometimes we don't have the day where our best foot is mm-hmm. in front of us, but because we are in Christ, we are still a new creation. So if yep. you had a bad 2023, this can be a year that you can to move forward to what's new. And if you have a bad day in 2024, the next day is a great day to wake up and try again to serve the Lord, knowing that he's handling the parts that that we are not good at. Um, and he's done all the hard work. And if we simply just have to walk in that truth and that belief. Yeah, absolutely. No, that'll, that'll preach. That, that'll preach, believe <laughs> it or not. It's like a bunch of preachers on a podcast. Well, let me tell you some goals that that I, I'm seeing for Georgetown. Good. And Listen, it's fun to come up with the really cool goals. You know, oh man, we're going to do this. Um, But here's the real (laughs) truth. That was a cool goal. (laughs) This, you know, we're going to have the tallest steeple in Texas or something crazy. You know, people always get excited around those goals, but a lot of your goals need to be the things that aren't as fun Mm -hmm. so that you can walk towards uh, better freedom moving forward. So my number one, my first goal for Georgetown is I want us to grow and develop in obedience and discipline. That's Man, how many of you just got excited about that? (laughs) Woo, it's what my parents taught me. (laughs) Yes, develop in obedience and discipline. And and here's where I'm going with that. Georgetown made a lot of major steps last year towards organizing ourselves, having um, committees working together, people actively trying to serve. We saw huge headway in our missions committee. Mm -hmm. We saw uh, our bylaws come together. Uh, We started working a lot on the building and getting things moving. But friends, goals and dreams are one thing, but but you've got to provide the the foot traffic to accomplish them. And we're going to take steps this year to assimilate ourselves where people that are members of our church are a part of what they got, what the church is doing and not simply spectators of what the church is doing. And and that's on us as leadership to communicate that Mm -hmm. and help um, people understand, okay, where do I fit in, in the workings of Georgetown Baptist church? Because every member is a part of this. So we want to develop an obedience and discipline. We want, people finding a small group, getting in Sunday school, showing up to worship, uh, being a part of our, our, our opportunities for missions and simply just offering their presence and, and, and growing in that presence. Yeah, absolutely. I like that goal. Yeah. It didn't sound as fun as first, but it, it got no, better. No, no. Just kidding. it wasn't as fun as this. All right. <laughs> Number two. Now this is going to be really broad, but we want to reach our community. Yeah. We want to be available to the people of Pottsboro, Sherman, Denison, and and Grayson County. Um, We want to do more in missions. Um, Hopefully, if you were able to come to our Mission Sunday on December 3rd, you were able to learn more about all the groups that we as a church support and love and serve. Uh, But we want that to continue to develop and and reach out with the gospel of Jesus. And um, hopefully we'll be able to announce some some mission trips that are coming up and Mm -hmm. ministry opportunities. Uh, But I really, really pray that we will be a church that's that's reaching out. Um, We got Nativity Live that Mm -hmm. we'll be doing in 2024, which I know Christmas just ended, but the work for that has already begun. There is so much work 
that is going to need to be done this year. And it requires people of different skill sets to be a part. So be looking forward to announcements about how you can help make Nativity Live happen. But then we have a children's ministry, a youth ministry, a college ministry, a women's ministry, a men's ministry, our prime timers ministry, marriage ministry. We have these ministries that we need to see thriving, developing, and reaching out and inviting people to participate because there are so many people within uh, the door of our church that are not going to church anywhere or participating. And we want to see people uh, jumping in and being a part. So the youth ministry, you know, we don't want to serve the same students every single week, right? Like we want to do beyond that. Like what are some desires you have to see outreach with the youth ministry? So um, our our youth ministry, we, we've had the same goal in mind for, for a while, um, is uh, let me give you, let me give some little backstory. We see new students every week, bare minimum one or two, but usually more than that. We see new students every single week, and and it and it's just a fantastic. It's because our goal is to outreach, but it's to outreach with a relationship in mind, so that the kids that are coming to church, yes, yeah, sometimes I don't know them, I've never seen them before, but I will tell you. More often than not, it's because someone in our leadership or someone in our in our, who's a youth who is a part of our youth leadership, they have a relationship with that person and they're outreaching to the people that that they're close to that do not have a church home. Um, yes, don't get me wrong, we do some very generalized outreach uh, events and some uh, uh, outreach uh, ideas and all that stuff, but ninety percent of our outreach if not more is is based on relationships and that works throughout the whole church of um like getting to know who your neighbors are um ministering to your family which is really really difficult ministering to um who the parents on your kids t-ball team like it's getting to start those relationships and becoming friends with them and inviting them to church and so when they get into the church building there's already been building blocks and stones made of, of what christianity really is like and what god is really really like so our goal is always to outreach but it's really to build relationships that are centered around Christ. And you help me often because you're really good at intentional relationships. So that, that's something God's used you to influence me about because friends, I've, I've been a part of situations where we went and hung door hangers all over towns, which is not a bad venture. No, not, not at all. Um, you know, we, we do our best to put information out the very best we can to a church, but I am a believer that there is nothing that compares to a human being who loves the Lord that reaches out to people that they know and just makes a personal invite. Nothing, yeah. nothing can replace that. Um, and if you have an area of influence and you have the ability to say, I want you to come and get to know Georgetown, that's the most effective way. Mm-hmm. There, there are people that I want to introduce you to that go to the church I go to and, and we can name them all if we want to, uh, (laughs) but we won't, but, but we, we have people in our church that you need to meet people you need to experience life with. And I begin to see that's what brings people closer to our church. It's, it's absolutely wonderful to have great ministries, but the true connection is when they find their people, they find their people that they connect to and grow with. So we just want to reach out and, 
and that's probably going to be a goal every year. Mm -hmm. But I just really think time is of the essence for us to have that mentality. And then the last thing, and, and it's a word. I have a. Can I say one thing real quick? It's really short. It's yeah. going to sound really Southern Baptist. -y. Go for it. What if Jesus came back tomorrow? Uh -huh. Are you satisfied with the people you reached out to? You know, are you satisfied with, and that's the deal. When, when I say 2024, I want to seek God more. That's kind of the mindset I have. Like if Jesus came back tomorrow, did I feel like I did everything I can to, to bring as many people with me to the kingdom of heaven? It's, it's that urgency that built a church and it's yeah. how it continues to be built mm -hmm. when we have that attitude and that mindset. And people are always wondering what's the secret sauce behind this church. It's the Holy spirit through the people. Yeah. And, and, and we encourage people to be vigilant about talking to your friends and inviting them. And if they hear it from their friend, it comes a long, long way compared to hearing it from, from someone who knows them, but doesn't really know them. Yeah, so. absolutely. So All the right. last thing, and, and, and I just have a word for you and, um, it's going to be a word you're going to hear often. And it's just the most ridiculous word you've ever heard. So you might take out your notes. The word is go. How do you spell that? Um, <laughs> soft G no <laughs> go. And, um, Matthew 28, 19, before Jesus ascended to heaven, he said, go therefore and make disciples among all nations. And for many of us, what holds us back from so much in our life spiritually is we simply don't go. We just stay. And, and if we would go, we would realize that the Lord's going to give us all of the tools that we need to accomplish his purposes, but it's going to take us getting up out of our seat and going. And, and that word, um, is, is going to really be a big word for us in 2024 and 2025, because it's going to represent a capital campaign mm -hmm. that we are going to embark upon to raise the necessary funding to build, um, a, an additional building, um, that we can meet in for worship and for new children's space and for Sunday school space. Uh, but not just, not just that, but, but space to be used to do what our goals are as a church and it's to make disciples. And, um, we have such an opportunity in front of us and, and Maverick, I, I'm, you were saying, I want, I'm going to sound a little Southern Baptisty here. I'm going to sound a little cheesy here, but I believe that we are in a time that we can look back on 10, 15, 20 years from now and say, wow, can you believe what God did during that time? And, oh, yeah. and I'm trying to not be the person that waits until it happens to be excited about it, but to foresee it and believe it and trust it. Uh, so church family, you're going to hear the word go a lot this year, and uh, that's going to be a goal. We're going we're gonna to go, and we'll unpack that more as the, uh, the year transpires. Yeah, no, sounds absolutely fantastic. Um, God's going to do a mighty work through Georgetown. Um, we just need to get out of the way and yeah. let him do a mighty work. So if you can't tell, we're excited um, just about what God's going to do in 2024 and, and for the foreseeable future. And so just be in prayer with us. Uh, keep us accountable for the goals that we just mentioned. Um, and guys, we're really, I know I keep saying it, but we're really, really looking forward to uh, to this year. So be excited with us, be in prayer with us, seek the Lord with us, guys. We love you, and we'll see you on Sunday. Bye, guys.